Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to King Costume Talk Podcast. This is episode 116, and I'm Nick Mercer, along with Dr. Sean Cornfield of Plasticity, Plasticity Centers in Littleton, Colorado, but they're also all over the U.S., but uh, we'll talk in a second. First, I just want to remind everybody to please check out my new web, my new website, thanks to Pod Pages, um, and I'm now, on, and now hosting this on Acast. And uh, please visit my Patreon page or donate to my ACAST page. Um, and please follow me on social media at Concussion Talk, which is Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Concussion Talk. Um, and now I'll just pause a word from, word from my sponsor, my Head Check Health. Concussion Talk podcast is presented by Head Check Health. Head Check Health bridges the gaps in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. Join organizations like the Canadian Football League, Track Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada, who rely on Head Check Health to improve communication and optimize care. Visit HeadCheckHealth.com for more. Okay, so Dr. Cornfield, please, uh, thanks so much for doing this podcast, and can you please just introduce yourself first? Absolutely. Um, well, thank you. Uh, first off, thank you, Nick, um, and Concussion Talk uh, podcast as well for having us on here. We really appreciate it and um, really value the opportunity to be able to kind of share with, um, you know, you as well as other individuals as to what we do and some of the resources available, um, you know, that are out there for people who have had uh, brain injuries and concussions as well. Um, so my name is Dr. Sean Kornfeld. I am a functional neurologist here in Colorado. Um, what that means is basically we look at the brain from a functional perspective instead of a structural perspective. So we'll touch on that a little bit more. But a little bit about me, um, I was born in Washington, D.C., and then grew up in South Florida by like Miami, Boca Raton area, and uh, currently I'm living in Denver. I just moved here about a little less than a year ago, and it's been great here so far. Um, I graduated from Florida State University, um, 
in Tallahassee, Florida. And then I also went to Palmer uh, Chiropractic School for my doctorate and then also did a lot of uh, post-doctorate um, coursework and, and uh, fellows and diplomates and things like that that allow me to specialize in uh, the field of functional neurology as well. Well, uh, well, Palmer, I see my other two friends actually went to Palmer, both from my home, my hometown, St. John's, Superland. Um, I don't know if I don't know if both of you can talk after a little domain now, but um, anyway, they both, well, one works in the U.S., one works in Columbia, I believe. And uh, yeah, um, so now, so I just, I talk, was talking both about here with the, the plasticity centers. So just define what is plasticity and what is functional neurology. I'm not sure which one you want to tackle first, but uh, they kind of go hand in hand. So I guess uh, just come on that pleasure. So functional neurology and plasticity, what is, what are they? Sure. Right. Um, so functional neurology is um, kind of a, a scope or specialty um, in healthcare that allows us to look at the brain from a functional perspective. So what does that mean when we look at um, different types of imaging and different types of studies done on the brain, like MRIs or CT scans, those are all looking at the structure of the brain. Um, are there any tumors? Are there placking? Is there brain bleeds that are going on? Um, what functional neurologists do is we look at the connectivity between um, the different regions of the brain, as well as how the specific regions are working as well. So we operate outside of the structural um, you know, confines where we see a lot of people who have had structural injuries like strokes or concussions, um, and then have gone through the traditional uh, medical system and have gotten treatment to you know, ensure that, uh, that they're um, able to not have any fear of life-threatening issues. Um, but after that, uh, you know, they're left with how, what are some things that they can do to improve their quality of life? So that's what we really focus on is we really focus on what areas of the brain are not working correctly due to whatever that insult was and how can we stimulate those areas to get them to work better. So functional neurology really incorporates um, the uh, principles of neuroplasticity which is creating new connectivity or enhanced or efficient connectivity within the brain. The easiest example of neuroplasticity is uh, somebody who is learning in school or really anybody that learns throughout the day. Anytime you learn something new, you are creating neuroplasticity. So we want to use that principle um, and, and way of thinking and apply that to individuals who might have had an injury in a way that has really caused them to have symptomatology um, that's really impacting their quality of life. In terms of what, uh, what we do at Plasticity Centers, um, we are a functional neurology uh, rehabilitation clinic. Um, we see patients from all over the world um, who have sought us out for our unique, um, you know, highly specialized care in trying to identify what areas of the brain are dysfunctional, and then what therapies can we do to stimulate those areas as well? So, how, sorry, go ahead. go ahead. I would say, how do you how do you decide which or not decide, but discover which regions of the brains are not brain is not working properly? 
So um, here at Plasticity Centers, we've invested over um, millions or millions rather of dollars um, in our technology. And um, that really allows us to pinpoint what areas of the brain are involved. So the first, uh, very first session or evaluation that we have with a patient or client, um, we're basically putting them through um, a series of tests. It's about two to three hours long. And we're looking at different ways that the brain interacts with the environment. So we have some, uh, we have balance testing. We have different ways to look at your eye movements. We have cognitive testing as well. So evaluating your memory and concentration and processing speed. Um, and that really builds a picture for us or adds up uh, pieces of the puzzle for us to allow us to look at what areas of the brain are involved. So as an example, um, we have your eye movements, for example. We know that if your eye movements are not accurate, if they're not landing on the target like they're supposed to, um, then we know that that's a particular region of the brain that's involved with that function, and we're able to use that um, and pinpoint that with, along with our other testing to see if that's the area that we really want to work on. So do you, do you like grades or say someone has difficulty with balance and their memory is not, is like, ah, oh, for some reason, do you, do you grade like these different uh, movement and brain balance and brain and uh, sorry, memory and uh, I don't know what particular suit do you test? Um, do you grade those and decide, okay, let's try it and try this region? Like, how does that work? That's a good question. Um, we don't really grade things. Uh, the way that we really want to prioritize uh, the areas that we want to work on are based on the, the patient's goals. So the very first thing we do um, when patients come in for an evaluation is we ask them, what can we do for you and what can we help you with? Some patients oh. want to recover enough where they're able to participate at a very high level of sports. Like we see a lot of professional athletes, for example, and they want to get back to being able to play in the NFL or in the NHL. Um, other people want to get better enough to be able to go back to work or whatever, whatever else it may be. Um, so their goals really uh, help us and dictate what areas we want to focus on based on what they're hoping to achieve from care as well. Okay, so say so the where where and where are the plasticity centers? The clinic, your clinics. In the US? We have locations right now, currently in Denver, Colorado, Atlanta, Georgia, and then Orlando, Florida. Okay, and you do, and you were, and okay, and you're in you're in Colorado. I know you're from you're from way from DC, but in in Florida, you're in Colorado now. Um, so so what so what has the what do you what do, would you I mean those are tests and you also you have to, if we said technology to measure to assess people to assess the uh, the, the the function of the brain but uh, what would you, what would you do what what is your role in it I'm one of the uh, lead doctors here at the Colorado Center so um, my role is to um, basically uh, perform evaluations and ensure that we are achieving maximum uh, treatment outcomes based on uh, the types of conditions and, and types of people that we're, we're seeing here at the center. Um, I will also participate um, in treatment, um, uh, treatment sessions as well as diagnostic sessions, which is that evaluation that we were talking about yeah. uh, with all of the equipment. Um, and basically really anything else that, that patients need. What we really try to do here 
um, at all of our centers is really ensure that the patient has access to the doctor. So we really wanna make sure that the patient spends quality time with the doctor and that the doctor is able to answer all the questions that the patients have. On average, um, our patients have been to about eight different doctors before coming to see us. Oh, wow. So they have a lot of questions um, you know, as to what's going on and, and how we're helping and, and what they can expect. And uh, we really make it a point to ensure that they have access to the doctor to get those questions answered and not only live here feeling better, but leave here uh, feeling uh, validated and feeling like they know exactly what's going on. And, and so you and you and I guess your, your colleagues see only at the clinic, is only brain injury, concussion, every, like, oh, that's your only, your, 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 your main issue. I say only like, it's it, but it's the focus of your clinic is brain injury, concussion. Stroke? Our, our, bread and, our bread and butter is um, concussion in particular. Um, we do see a lot of brain injuries, traumatic brain injuries, uh, you know, individuals who have been in comas and things like that. Um, we also do see a lot of developmental disorders. So we see a lot of kids with autism spectrum disorder, um, a lot of kids with cerebral palsy as well. Um, and we do see, you know, other types of brain injuries uh, like strokes, um, you know, and, and we also actually see um, degenerative diseases like Parkinson's and beginning stages of Alzheimer's. We can also look at uh, autoimmune conditions like multiple sclerosis as well. And can you just talk a bit more about neuroplasticity? So it's not, it's not just because of course not life. I know this area pretty well, but uh, well, you know, because of just these things, but uh, it's not just relearning what you could do before injury. It's also just it's great. It's learning again, not learning again, but learning a new, learning a new way, a new way of learning. So, can you talk about that for a second? Right, absolutely. Um, I, different patients will present with different um, mechanisms and needs in terms of how to best address, um, you know, what's going on with that individual. So, um, most, uh, you know, most cases, particularly brain injuries. Um, we're looking to see not only are there ways that we can relearn some of these things, but are there different regions of the brain that are able to compensate and adapt for some of the areas that have been impacted by the injury. So your brain has the ability to rewire itself, which is really what neuroplasticity yeah. is, to rewire itself and um, allow other regions of the brain to pick up new functions. And that's something, you know, sometimes we, we have to um, incorporate that into our treatment plan, de depending on the specific uh, condition and, or injury. Um, other times, it's just a matter of recalibrating different areas in the brain. So sometimes we see that, um, as an example, different sensory systems are not telling the brain the same thing. So your eyes are telling your brain something different then your muscle feedback from your neck is telling your brain, and that's telling your brain something different than your motion system, the, the system responsible for perceiving motion. And when you don't have the different systems saying the same thing, your brain can get confused and, and become symptomatic as a result of that. So sometimes it's just a question of recalibrating those different systems so that they're all telling your brain the same thing. Okay, so yeah, so it's because I know Obviously, because I had I had to learn a lot of stuff from from my my I had a I had a sphere injury, but uh, 
I just relearned a lot of stuff. That's the same way. It's just different, different kind of way of learning about brewing it. Than, uh, of course, you know, your understanding of your when you're pensioning, it all depends on age. So you're saying you had children with developmental disorders and uh, and concussion patients. So obviously, you have to treat those patients very differently. So, how would you describe? Not, not necessarily neuroplasticity because the because children are people in on a I don't really care what that word means, but you know, but how would you describe it? what you what you were trying to do to help them to to say the difference between say telling a child that you want to help them to what you want to do to say concussed thirty year old. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, that, that's a very great question. That's one that we get from parents all the time. I would say the main difference in the approach is when you have somebody who has um, uh, some sort of injury, what you're trying to do is you're trying to get that individual back to where they were before. So in other words, you're trying to rebuild um, you know, those parts of the brain with with a child with developmental, with a developmental delay or disorder, um, takes like somebody on the spectrum. Um, you're not trying to rebuild an, anymore. What you're trying to do is you're trying to build something from scratch that was never really there, um, or or not uh, neurotypical in the way that it's supposed to be functioning. So that's really the main difference. Is with injuries, you're taking something that was neurotypical and it got injured, and now you have to um, you know, rebuild or recalibrate. Whereas with um, developmental disorders, you really need to focus on building from the ground up. And what that results in is basically uh, we see um, injuries, typically more, more so concussions, more of these mild traumatic brain injuries. We see those recover a lot quicker 
um, than we do, you know, developmental disorders. The developmental disorders, we're, we're looking at more of a marathon as opposed to a sprint. Right. Yeah. And so kind of along those lines, I guess, finally, um, how would you say, would you talk to, say, like a 30-year-old with concussion and like an eight-year-old with a concussion? And the same, they're displaying the same type of, say, it just says make it easier. Just the same to the same symptoms. So how would you, what would you say to an eight-year-old? You wouldn't say to a third-year-old or vice versa. Right. So, so my, my approach that I like to take is with kids, I really like to gamify everything that we're doing. So I like to make it um, applicable to them and I like to make them interested in what we're doing as well. And there's actually research that shows that if you're more interested in what you're doing, you'll actually build that connectivity quicker. So what we do with kids a lot is we say things like, hey, you know, we're going to help you um, be able to move your eyes better. That's going to be really helpful for when you play soccer or basketball or whatever their favorite sport is. So we'll ask them, you know, typically before, you know, what kind of sports do they like to play or do they like to do dance or, or cheerleading or whatever it may be. Like video games? Are they, uh... Video games. Video games is huge right now. Um, yeah. You know, with the explosion that we're seeing of, of uh, how that's more, more and more mainstream. Yeah. Um, so even video games is, is a great example as well. Um, hey, you know, do you want to be able to uh, be better at your at your game or is there a level that you're stuck at? Well, this yeah. is something that's really going to help you by yeah. being able to, um, you know, on, on, on the adult side, we're able to increase coordination and things like that. So those are some of the things that we're trying to do behind the scenes. But with kids, we're really relating it to, um, you know, games or, or video games or soccer or basketball or whatever it is. With oh. an adult, it's a little bit more, um, you know, more direct, uh, we, yeah. we can really tell them and get into more of the science behind everything and show them, uh, you know, before and after results and, and those types of things as well. So for you, you per I, I finally before, but I mean, now this time, I guess it's more so, but uh, you personally, how many, how many patients do you see with concussion or not how many, but like percentage wise or, and, or, and, have you yourself ever had a concussion? I would say, um, you know, it's hard to put a number on it. I would say we probably see about 60 to 70% of our po uh, patient population um, are coming in for concussions. Most of them have had, you know, multiple concussions, um, anywhere from one. Uh, we've seen people that have had up to, you know, 15 diagnosed concussions. They might have had uh, even more undiagnosed. Wow. Um, so, you know, a, a majority of, of the patients that we're seeing are, are definitely concussion. Um, and, you know, with that, we're, we're able to see on average about a 50%, 5-0% uh, reduction in their symptoms within about five days. Okay, and have you yourself ever had a concussion? Um, I haven't had a diagnosed concussion, but I was a, a very avid basketball player um, back in high school and college and uh, even graduate school as well. Um, so I would be very surprised if I haven't had one, um, but I haven't had anything diagnosed um, and, and no, you know, significant lingering symptoms that I'm aware of. Um, but, you know, I definitely have had friends and family that have had concussions yeah. and um you know after after seeing so many patients with them um you know i, I really empathize with 
with what everybody's going through and and kind of where we're at now with with healthcare as well for um, you know not only concussions but other brain injuries. Um, it's just definitely something that we need to further uh, expand our knowledge on and and just continue pushing forward to really be able to provide better solutions for everybody as well. Yeah. So how would the how would say how would functionality complement or be a part of a any therapy regime for someone recovering from concussion. How does that, how does it compensate occupational therapy or physical therapy or speech therapy? That's a great question. Um, what I would say is, you know, when you have an initial injury or trauma, you definitely want to go to, um, you know, the emergency room or the hospital um, and definitely rule out anything life-threatening or serious, like a brain bleed or a hemorrhage or, or anything that could be really life-threatening. Um, after that, uh, you know, typically most people who have uh, concussions, they're told to go home and rest. And that is what you should do, but just for a much shorter period of time than what most people recommend. Um, your brain should be able to adapt with, uh, to that injury within about one to two weeks. So we should start to feel better by then. And if we're not, that's where we may need to do some active rehabilitation. So in terms of where we can come into play, when we look at how the brain uh, develops, there's basically uh, six stages that occur. Um, PT, OT, and, and speech as well typically will work on the, the uh, last three stages in terms of brain function and, and the order in which your brain develops. Um, we as functional neurologists really focus on the bottom or, or the uh, first three, um, you know, steps to uh, brain rehabilitation or brain uh, development. So those are uh, being able to perceive the environment and gravity appropriately. It's having proper blood flow throughout your body and your brain. It's also having appropriate reflexes and um, absence of primitive reflexes or, or um, some of these reflexes that you should not have uh, as you go into your, your kid, teen, and adult years as well. So in terms of where we fit in with, with the healthcare paradigm, um, I would say if you were told to go home and rest and after about two weeks you are not noticing an improvement in your uh, symptoms, that's where I would really think we would really excel at stepping in and being able to help people accelerate that recovery. I have asked a lot of questions after my final, finally, quote unquote, but uh, I guess, so now in conclusion, are there any, are there any uh, methods or devices that plasticity centers that are new or that you're very excited to, excited to share with us? Absolutely, I, I have two right off the bat, or actually three that I can think of. Um, the first one is, is that we have a, what's called a multi-axis rotational chair. It's called MARC for short. And this is a vestibular rehab chair where we're able to put patients um, into the chair and we're able to um, either- Is that on your basically... webpage? Is that the yeah. one? Yeah, exactly. Okay, sorry. Yep. Yeah, so that um, basically allows us to perform vestibular rehabilitation with patients, but in a 3D dimensional plane or 3D uh, landscape, which is really how your brain works. So um, instead of just being limited to uh, different types of head movements or um, you know some single plane body movements, we're able to really we're able to flip patients uh, forward or backward. We're able to rotate them. We're able to um, roll them as well side to side. 
And all three of those movements are going to work on different types of receptors in your brain. So that's really a cool piece of technology because that allows us to stimulate um, some of these different receptors that might not have been stimulated without the use of that technology. Um, the second one that, I, that I'd like to share is um, what's called video oculography. These are goggles that, you, um, that a patient would wear on their face and it has infrared cameras in them that allow us to look at your eyes um, but it allows us to look at your eyes when you're not able to focus on anything or, or you're not able to have any light to fixate on. And that's where a lot of your aberrant or abnormal eye movements will come out. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we'll see um, patients, for example, that come in at following a concussion that have vertigo or dizziness. And when you look at their eyes without that device, you'll see that their eyes are nice and still. But when you put that device on and you remove the light or their ability to fixate, you'll see maybe a drift of their eyes or you'll see some spontaneous abnormal movements of their eyes. And those are things that are really, really vital uh, for us to show that there are areas that are dysfunctional in the brain that you're not able to pick up or see without infrared equipment uh, like the VOG or video oculography. And do you, and, do you use those in, in the clinic, in, in, the, in those, your, your specific clinic room or, or do you use a certain room or place you have to put those on? Uh, so those are going to be in our office and, and we have them at all of our locations um, and basically um, that's part of that evaluation that we would do that first day. Um, it's part of the eye movement evaluation where we look at your eyes in the light, in the dark, if they're still, if they're moving, um, if they're tracking as well. So that, that um, is definitely something that we need to do in office. That way we're able to utilize that equipment. And then the third thing. It's called, it's called, sorry, I don't know how to do your third one, but uh, it's called video archaeology. Uh, video oculography. So oculography. it it's basically VOG for short. But um, if you look at the word video means, you know, eye recording or, or recording. Um, oculo is eyes and then graphy means to measure. So it basically is using video to measure your eyes is kind of how it translates out. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Third, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, the, the last piece that I just wanted, uh, I think would be beneficial to highlight is our hyperbaric oxygen uh, chambers as well. So um, we have uh, hyperbaric oxygen therapy offered as a service here at our centers as well. That is um, a really cool up and coming uh, piece of technology or, or uh, service or treatment that we can use for individuals who have had um, concussions or brain injuries. And basically what that does is that's going to dissolve oxygen directly into the plasma of the blood, which allows um, not only, uh, first off, it allows a lot of oxygen to reach the blood or, or the uh, brain, which is going to really increase fuel production and energy levels in the brain so that they can better respond to all of the treatment that we do. Um, and then if you do you know, a certain number of sessions, 15, 20, 30 sessions, you can start to see um, different types of effects happen like anti-inflammation. You can even see stem cell proliferation or stem cell generation as well um, and blood vessel uh, dilation or more blood flow to these areas too. So that's something um, that's pretty unique to what we have or to what we can offer. 
Um, and then in Denver specifically, we have a hard-sided chamber. So we're able to go to a um, much higher pressure and higher oxygen concentration as well. And I wanna say we're the only ones, only private practice, at least in the Denver metro area that's able to offer that. Okay, wow. So sorry, so is Denver your biggest office or is that Florida? Well, we started in, in Orlando. Um, so we started there in 2015. Um, so right now, uh, they're, they're seeing um, more patients, I would say they see the most amount of patients. Um, but we also have uh, Denver and Atlanta that we acquired back in 2020. Um, and that those are all rapidly growing as well. So, um, you know, what we really are trying to do is we're really trying to um, build a network of different centers where we're able to receive, or patients able rather are able to receive the same standard of care no matter which location they go to, same technology, same standard of care, same expertise. That way patients who are struggling with symptoms um, don't have to worry about traveling to come and see us. They can just go to their, their uh, center in their city and um, you know, be able to receive the care that they need without having to go on an airplane or, or a train or, a, or whatever else it may be. So we're obviously not quite there yet, but that's kind of our overall goal. Um, we really don't wanna have to add that added layer of travel um, you know, for our patients. It, it's, it's just something that we don't want them to have to deal with. Yes, I guess, I guess they yeah, see, you see, you see different patients in Denver. The last ski accidents, they wouldn't say Orlando. Who <laughs> wouldn't say when you see accidents, ski accidents in Orlando, they wouldn't never. That, so it's the same, but it's, you know, it's, just, it's the same, it's the same injury and just get taken seriously and you got to treat it as well as you can. So, yeah. yeah so, I so agree. Thank, sorry. Sorry. I was just going to say, yeah, I agree. I mean, we see, um, you know, here in Colorado, a lot of snowboarder skier, things like yeah. that. Um, Orlando, you know, more um, Florida types of activities, uh, boats and, and water skiing, things of that nature. Um, so, yeah, it, it definitely varies depending on the geography. Right. Okay. Well, so well, thank you so much, Dr. Kornfeld. I think I heard Kornfeld earlier. I meant to say Kornfeld. That's okay. But, uh, so, so thank you very much. And uh, yes, and oh, is there anything before I let you, let you go there? Um, anything else about the, the Facet Center Square book? People can find you online or in social media or you personally for if you want to do yeah, ab absolutely. Um, and, and first off, with, with my last name, everybody messes it up. So <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, in terms of being able to locate us, um, plasticitycenters.com is going to be our website. Um, you can also reach us at, let me just see here. Yeah. So you can reach us uh, by phone at 855-955-9727. Um, and you can also find us on all different types of social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube as well. Uh, and then one thing I just wanted to let your audience members know, um, you know, we really are looking to help people and really get them feeling as good as possible. So we do want to extend, um, you know, a free uh, phone consultation to uh, patients or potential patients that are looking for answers and help out there. Um, you're able to speak with a doctor, um, you know, for a reasonable amount of time. And, and we're really able to help you kind of decide what could be the next step. Um, is this something that works for you? Is there something else? 
that that might be worthwhile as well. Um, but we really just want to do our part and, and really try to help, uh, you know, people that are in need. I thought so. That's great. Thank you so much. And that's been great talking to you. And, uh, and do, do, do the name, the uh, at, so for, for Facebook and Twitter, Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and Instagram, it's at Pesticide Doctors, T-R, okay, yep. Pesticide T-R-S, or I think yeah, then, exactly. Our Instagram is at plasticity doctors. Doc, yeah, at plasticity doctors. Okay, and that's your phone, doctors, isn't this? I mean, um, but uh, yeah. So thank you so much, and uh, thank you all everybody for listening, and uh, hope you're listening again soon. And I think Platteville will have a new podcast out next week. So thank you again. Music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound. www.bensound.com. 